This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. Lots to get to. Brendan Carr, FCC commissioner, is going to be on this program at the bottom of the hour. He outlines what the problem is with TikTok. He outlines that, which I think is very important. He also sort of gets into Section 230. People many times get confused about what Section 230 does and doesn't do. Uh, I ask him whether he agrees with some of the suggestions made by former President Trump yesterday. Plus, we get into the, the Twitter files and that Twitter dump that's happening that every single day, almost, it appears to be showing even more insight, more insight into exactly what was going on between the intelligence agencies, the central government, the Biden campaign, and Twitter, and how they were um, they were absolutely shutting down voices like mine, like Hannity, fill-in-the-blank conservative person, was not allowed to say anything. If you were against the narrative on COVID or the vaccines, you were banned and suspended and everything else. A couple of people, notably, were, were reinstated today on Twitter. I'll get into that in just a few minutes. We've got a lot going on. There is a lot to get to on your Friday. Give me some strings. Come on, horns. Protein bar at the break. Did Carrie have some wine and cheese? No. Yep. No, sir. Yes, she did. Nailed it. What day is it anyway? Where is Bob Guthrie? Come on, Bob. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday. Let's go. Thank God it's Thank God it is Friday. Free speech in it on a Friday. Let's go. Free speech Friday. That is Chocolate Voice. Carrie Lockie, how you doing? Great. You are great. Polo's in the house. Sam as well, making it happen. Whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Let's go. Let's do it. Elon Musk bought Twitter. I think the last straw was the Babylon Bee being suspended from Twitter. Um, although today, I saw somewhere online where he posted, you think I spent $44 billion because the satire site was taken down? Yeah, I, I think so. I do. I think that played a role. I think that was probably the straw. He was already active on Twitter talking about why isn't free speech here? And um, eventually, bought a little piece of it, and then he bought the whole thing. A lot of people were unjustly and unduly deleted from that platform. And again, I know a lot of you don't think the platform affects your life. It does. 
It affects the news cycle. It affects what you see on your local news, your local radio, what you hear there, what you see on national news, the 24-hour news cycle. A lot of it is based on what's trending on Twitter. If Twitter has the control of what's trending, they have control of what you're getting. And then if there's a government collusion aspect of what it is that you're getting and what it is that's trending and who's being squelched and who's not, that means the government's controlling the, me- the narrative and the message, and that's something they're not allowed to do by our Constitution. So one that really irked me last night was that our friend Tracy Beans was reinstated on Twitter and was writing these great stories on there and Uncovered DC was reinstated on Twitter. Last night I got a text, uh, uh, Carrie, they banned me again. What? Hmm. Yeah. So I go, I'm I'm trying to figure out what what is it that you did? And the official reason why they banned her was that she was evading her ban. That she was a what? Evading Evading her ban. Evading her ban on Twitter. Okay. So let's let's put this in perspective. Twitter bans her for no reason because it was run by a bunch of idiots that hated real journalism. And they then reinstated her yesterday or the day before. And the reinstatement triggered something in Twitter that said, hey, she's trying to avoid the ban we put on her. <laughs> so she used the same account that was banned and then reinstated. And when she used the reinstated account, some some sort of knee-jerk reaction inside, maybe the, the algorithm in Twitter said, hey, she's avoiding the ban, let's suspend her again. <laughs> so, of course, I posted about it, others posted about it today. Thank goodness she's back on, and Twitter undid the ban. Now, what I'm mad about is she's got 400,000 followers almost immediately. I mean, come, on, come on. Come on, beans. So uh, that's good. Real journalism is back on Twitter. Today, though. Oh, Carrie, you know they're going nuts over this. Oh, I know they are. I know. I'm not even on Twitter, but I know it. Know it. You are on Twitter, but you're not watching Twitter. You are on there. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. You're on there just so that Brad can say something. <laughs> yeah, he, says, he says nice things. Right. Uh, the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, is back on Twitter. He was uh, deleted from Twitter because he dared say, I think the 2020 election was stolen. In America, whether you like it or not, you're allowed to say, I think the 2020 election was stolen. That's an aspect of free speech. It doesn't matter if you like it. It doesn't matter if you if you don't like it. What matters is he's allowed to say it. Now, he's not allowed to go get a gun and go attack somebody over it. That would be against the law. But you're allowed to say things even if they're unpopular. He's back on Twitter as well. And he's got, I don't know, a million or something followers, which is great because it is freaking the hell out of the left. Now, Carrie, did you see this mass sort of Twitter suspensions of some so-called of journalists? journalists yesterday? Yeah, I did. Interesting. Do you know why he did that? Uh, it's something to do with covering him 24-7 and... Well, he doesn't mind the 24-hour coverage. Well, right. It does have to do with that. Um, He made an announcement on Twitter before he banned anybody. If anybody is doxing somebody and giving exact location in real time, you will be suspended from the platform. And then right after that, Keith Olbermann and a bunch of other big names decided they would tell the world where Elon Musk's private jet was and therefore where his son was. And that's not okay. Now, people are alleging that it's public knowledge. Everybody knows where it is. Well, it's not public knowledge where his private jet is. And I think there's some sort of a an encryption that goes along with private jets and where they happen to be housed or where they happen to be flying that people wouldn't just know. You'd have to look into it even more to um to find out exactly where it was. But he he laid down the gauntlet. He said, you can't be doing this. Because remember, the, the person who runs uh, Libs of TikTok was doxxed and mm-hmm. people knew where they were. Um, 
you had Brett, Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court justice, was doxxed, and people, some guy tried to show up and, and take, him, take him hostage and kill a guy. So this isn't okay. Releasing somebody's information en masse is not okay on a public forum like this because there are privacy concerns. He made it clear, I'm not going to allow this, and then he suspended them all for seven days. Now, the left, who has been oh so happy about ghost banning and, and, and um, you know, shadow banning and censoring and dumping and suspending and canceling and, and removing, they were all so happy about it because it's a private, hey, it's a private entity. They can do anything they want. They're all beside themselves because this so-called private entity decided, here's a rule. If you break the rule, I'm going to suspend you. They're all claiming free speech violations. All the same idiots who love that I could not get more than two retweets are now on the opposite side claiming that they're aggrieved. And it is, to me, it is absolutely hilarious to watch. It's hilarious because these people are the same fools that were in the same sandbox as those who are running Twitter. Now you've got a level playing field. Elon Musk will suspend me if I give out, if I dock somebody too. doesn't matter that I'm on the right. They will suspend Olbermann for doing the same thing. He's on the left. It's just an even playing field now. The rules of the game apply to everybody now. And this, as the left always does, doesn't sit well with them because they don't get an unfair advantage. It's the same game that's played with, if you're trans, you, you deserve some special um, access to this, that, and the other. If you're black or Hispanic or a woman, if you're a white Christian man in this country, a white Christian heterosexual man, you are on the outs and you deserve to be eight rungs down. That's just the way it is. And Elon Musk and his Twitter, he says, that's not the way it's going to be. You're going to be treated exactly the same. I don't care what you look like, who you are, what side you're on, what you say. We're going to judge you by what it is that you post. And if you try to give somebody's exact location that puts them in danger immediately, we're not going to allow it on the platform. To me, it makes sense. They're freaking out. They hate it. They, with a white hot hate, hate it. I think it's hilarious. All right, Carrie, if you don't mind, we'll get into more with, uh, with Brendan Carr at the bottom of the hour where we break all this down. We also break down TikTok and why it's so bad and uh, also Section 230. In the meantime, though, um, I guess I'm dragophobic because I don't think a three or four or five or eight or 10 or 12-year-old should go to some drag you show. Is, yep. that, is that what I'm being told now? Go yep. ahead. Uh, from Fox News, a prominent LGBT group warned this week that drag phobia is on the rise in the U.S. as public outcry continues to grow against drag shows in public places that allow children in the audience. There is clear and present danger against our community and threats we really haven't seen at this level in over a decade, if ever. Glad President and CEO Sarah Kate Ellis said on the Takeaway podcast this week in a conversation the group posted on Twitter. Drag phobia is on the rise, the Twitter post said. Ellis explained politicians have been targeting LGBT groups with legislation since the beginning of the year and cited vile rhetoric that we're seeing that's amplified on right wing media and spread across extremist social media sites. There is a real threat against our community right now, Ellis said. The Twitter post received criticism from conservatives on social media, including from users who've spoken out against drag shows that perform with kids in the audience, which many have argued contributes to the sexualization of children. Wanting to shield children from sexual adult entertainment, whose stated goal is to encourage queerness, is now called dragphobia. The popular conservative Twitter account Libs of TikTok posted they can make up whatever terms they want and call us all kinds of names, but that doesn't change the fact the drag is not appropriate for kids. Dragphobia. Now, 
the videos that we've seen from these drag shows, and for those who don't know, a drag show, I don't know if drag is an acronym or where it came from, but it's where a man dresses up as a woman. And before all this that we're dealing with in this era, and tell me if you agree with this, Carrie, before I thought it was like somebody impersonating Barbara Streisand, mm-hmm. it was or it was a man who yeah. could sing like a woman yeah. and present as a woman and just have some fun that way. I never knew yeah. it to be like pole dancers and exposed body parts. I never thought no. it was that. Now, again, I never went to a drag show, but I've seen it represented like in on television and so on. I mean, is that the same thing you thought? I think so, yes. Because now, this is like drag story time. Yeah. I don't understand why that's happening. And then those, instead of just a man dressed up as a woman, which makes no sense in front of a kindergarten class, instead of just reading which might have been understandable a little that an adult reads to kids, then they'd start standing up and start twerking. And then the teachers would applaud and the kids would go, and and suddenly that's somehow normal. Well, that's not normal. That's sexualizing kids. And these so-called drag shows that we're seeing the videos of where Antifa comes and guards the the freaking bar or wherever it is that they're doing it, you got a bunch of parents or grandparents in there with little kids who are putting dollar bills down the pants of these men dressed as women. And these men dressed as women, some of them are exposing themselves. Some of them are wearing a prosthetic breasts and so on. It just doesn't make any sense why this is somehow something anybody wants. I've never in my life thought to myself, man, drag shows should go away. You can do a drag show if you want. I don't care. You can do whatever you want. And if somebody uh, wants to go and partake in what it is that you're offering, they can. But why but, we're forcing kids in class to do it. Go ahead. I was going to say, but you have drag story hour at a public library. For little kids. No, it makes no sense. I mean, how did, how did that come about <laughs> that we thought know. this is a really great idea? And why aren't the parents of these kids freaking the hell out? Why aren't they going, holy crap, I'm not doing this. Why would you have this A, at a public library that we pay for, B, make it compulsory for my kid to go, and C, have these people dressing and acting this way? And then if you dare call out the obvious, Captain Obvious, you're suddenly a dragophobe. Mm-hmm. What? Yes, yes. It's just stop it. Would somebody just stop it? Because at some point, this is just going to go so far that even the far left idiots will start agreeing. Sort of like illegal immigration in Title 42. Suddenly, the farthest left people in this country are realizing there's a problem. Suddenly, the vaccine mandate, maybe we can get a story on this, carry goes away from the NDAA mm-hmm. where you're not going to force the military to take a shot anymore. It finally went so far that everybody says, yeah, that's kind of dumb to make them do that. I agree with you now, and it doesn't matter what my politics are. We have to get there with this drag show crap. You want to do a drag show, do it. Put up a sign, drag show Friday night at 9 o'clock. And if I want to go, I'll go. If I don't want to go, I won't go. You you can't force this on my kids. What are you, crazy? You're a crazy person. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We get through lots to talk about. Love to hear from you. Do you think being a dragophobe is a thing? Is that something, being a dragophobe? And is there any way, shape, or form in your brain you can think to yourself, this is a family-friendly drag show? I think drag in and of itself, somebody cross-dressing into the gender that he's not, 
is already an adult-themed thing, is it not? I mean, is that, I think that's kind of clear. And I wouldn't think anybody who's prepubescent or anybody who's under 18 couldn't get into a drag show anyway, if there's no alcohol, it'd be 18. 21, if, you, if there is alcohol. I don't think that that person is, is mature enough and ready to go and figure out what's going on. And you're, you're dumping this in the laps of five-year-olds and 12-year-olds. It doesn't make any sense to me. So is there such a thing in your mind as a dragophobe? And um, is there any such thing as a family-friendly drag show? Now, when I was growing up, I used to watch a show out of, the, out of Great Britain, out of Uck, out of the UK, called The Benny Hill Show. You, you know The Benny Hill Show, Carrie? Oh, my parents used to watch that all the time. Right. And, and at the end, he would always be, I think that he would be dressed as a woman or he'd be chasing scantily clad women who were wearing like, you know, uh, brawn panties or something. And they'd be playing, you know, uh, Yakety Sax was the music. Um, that was an adult themed show. So they had some drag that was in there, cross-dressing in there. Saturday Night Live has done cross-dressing and things like that. But they, they didn't do the gyrating and the, and the sexualized stuff as now. But all that stuff was late at night. All that stuff was known to be, you know, fair for adults. And that's available to you if you want to go and watch that. But you see that they're pushing it on younger and younger children to make them think this is somehow normal. Dressing in drag is not normal. That's not a usual thing that a man does. It may be what he does for his work. It may be what he does because he has a fetish. Maybe what he does because it's just fun for him. I don't know. And he's allowed to as a free liberated American. But to somehow thrust this upon our children, that's where I say, well, hold on a second. Put the brakes on. So I want to know, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com, if you think there's such thing as a dragophobe, or do you think there's such thing as a family-friendly drag show? Meantime, got to remind you about Eden Pure. They've got the thunderstorm, the oxy-technology air purifier that you're going to just love. Um, it, this turns on, and it smells in your home or in that area where it is, like a thunderstorm just came through, fresh and clean. That's exactly what you want. Sometimes you can't even find the odor. The Eden Pure thunderstorm is going to find it. It's going to. And don't use candles and, and that spray to mask it. The thunderstorm doesn't mask it. It completely eliminates those, those odors. And you're going to save money by not having to buy filters. You don't have to replace any filters in this. Right now, save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Going to get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, kitchen, or anywhere you need fresh, clean air. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com is the website. Put in discount code P-A-G-S, the number three, PAGS3, and get three units for under $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3 to save $200. Shipping is free. Now, many people spell my name P-A-G-G-S. It's not. It's P-A-G-S. It's short for Pagliarulo. So put in PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three. Save $200 right now. Shipping is also absolutely free. You go to the phone lines and we say hello and welcome to um, line one. Al, Alabama, what's going on? Hi. Hey, how you doing, Joe? Hey, living dream. the dream just like you, brother. Let's go. I've got a question. Yeah. All right. Is there such a word as heterophobe? If we're forced to have our kids go out there and we oppose it and we're called homophobes or dragophobes and we teach our kids about heterosexuality, you know, on our own time, on our own space, are we... Okay, can we say that those guys are or gals or whatever they're called today are they heterophobes the way that they define dragophobe or transophobe or homophobe um the way they define it we could certainly define it heterophobe by how much hatred these radical lgbtqxyz123 groups have they have great hatred for people who don't say to them not only do i accept the way you live but it's perfectly normal 
And if you don't say that, then you're a something a phobe. And I think that's unfair. I think it's wrong because I've, I've always said, don't want to be in your bedroom, don't care what you do in your bedroom, don't care who you love, don't care who you, who you, you, you get with, I don't care if you want to do a drag show. Just don't force me to have to tell you I not only accept you and tolerate you, but this is perfectly 100% all-American, wholesome, and normal. Because it's not. It's not. And that's really what's going on here. This isn't about can they exist. This is about forcing us to call it what they want us to call it, which is normal, and it's not. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We come back. FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr. You're not going to want to miss this. If you're wondering what's up with TikTok, he's going to have it for you. And I ask him, listen, it be a massive uh, outcry if you try to get rid of TikTok. What do you think? Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pags Show.